Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Coco Show, hosted by myself, Colette Creighton, and my co-host, David Schwartz. This is a show where the banter at the top of the episode never ends, and neurodivergent or not, we are here to make you feel less alone about your human experience. We have no expectations, and neither should you. You are listening to one celebratory episode of... The Coco Show! We have our dear friend Nick here with us on Zoom all the way from Toronto, right? We love Canada. Yep. yep. And um, we are here to talk about one thing and one thing only today, and that is the positives of being on the spectrum. We are so excited to get into the weeds, but before we can do that, we need to do our you fucking cause, our hyperfixations, and our housekeeping. Yes, housekeeping. housekeeping. Is that a new segment? Yes. Oh, how exciting. Okay, but I will get us started. Um, I don't know if I've shared much about this, but my cat, Buku, has been struggling with like thyroid and kidney drama. Um, and we got some good news yesterday. She's gained weight and her heart rate is down, um, but her kidney levels are up a little bit. And her thyroid is down, so we have to dial back her meds. So I actually have to get her um, baby scale so I can weigh her once Cute. every two weeks. So wait, you guys both have thyroid things? Yeah, but hers is the opposite of mine. Got it. Got Isn't it. that funny? That is great. I love that. She always copies me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to get my cat a baby scale to weigh her every two weeks to make sure she's not losing weight. Pressure. But, Precious. Excuse me. Um, so uh, my baby is going to be okay. And yeah, hey, so okay. for the time being, Ookin Bookin is still here and down to clown for a while. She loves that booty slap. God. Yeah, my you cat. You gotta hit her. My cat, uh, sidebar, my cat loves to be spanked. Like hard. It's That's hysterical. how my cat is too. If you pet him, he's ass, like not about it. Ass in the air. Smack, smack. Get it, get it, get it. She likes that. Okay, hyperfixation. I started this new somatic exercise routine um, from this gal called The Workout Witch on Instagram. Um, and it's like this type of movement therapy that focuses on retraining the brain to release tension and like move more efficiently. And it involves like really slew, slew, <laughs> slow, mindful movements that release tension and help you move more efficiently. Um, and yeah, I feel like I do that. And it's, no, you like get on the ground and you like rock yourself. Oh, it's kind of wild. I don't do that. That sounds kind of fun though. Um, the, the aim is to like re-educate the body's uh, sensory motor system and create new, more efficient movement patterns. Um, and I'm on like day six and so far so good. I'm so relaxed after I do it, which has been awesome. Cool. Yeah. Love that. All right, David. You're fucking on. You have the floor. Um, I'm <sighs> okay. So we have a very special announcement uh, to make here on the Coco Show. Something that Austin and I have known a little bit about um, for the last couple months, um, but we just officially found out today that not only was Orion Entertainment named uh, in as a finalist for Photo Booth again. For Seattle Bride, we also were named for a finalist in the DJ category for the first time ever. So, 
big day for Orion Entertainment. Um, we are very, very, very uh, grateful and excited. Thank you to everyone who voted for us and literally made that happen. Like that was all you guys. Uh, big thank you to the team as well for just uh, being so consistent and reliable and fantastic. Um, oh, I should be looking at the camera, but yeah. So big fucking day for us. Uh, super, go, super Dave. excited. And yeah, just uh, let's have some champagne. Uh, Nix, I know you brought champagne as well to celebrate. Dave. So heck yeah. You fucking ha. You fucking ha. Ugh, it feels really good. It is very, it's very validating. That's fantastic. So. It's really amazing. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, and thank you to Miss Dave Fire. She really pulled that one through for getting people <laughs> excited to vote for us. So, Oh, oh, this is from that. Yes. So to literally all the people who voted, um, and there was way more votes this year than last year. Thank you so much to everyone. Um, yeah, we're just super, super excited. Um, it feels like a big win for the team. So I know that we all wanted that really bad. Mazel. Thanks. I'm so happy oh, yeah. for you. Thanks. I don't know how to open this. It's not like a I'm court scared. situation. I think you just twist it. Tank daddy. No, I think you. it says on the My thing. My hands are sweaty. It says on Knees the thing. Knees arms to... are spaghetti. I'm scared. Just kidding. I'm That's scared. Oh, God. This is why I opened Oh, camera, laptop. not over the laptop. Camera. You fool. Why would you do that? I don't know. Why do we have it here? <sighs> the champagne? Okay. Everything is content. Everything is content. Everything. Everything is content. Oh, man. I did it. I only almost spilled, but I didn't spill over my brand, you. brand new laptop. Also, another ye fucking ha perhaps we could share is that um, I drugged David to the gym. Mm-hmm. True. True. Also, ye fucking ha to. Oh, I did have like my other list of ye fucking ha's. I have ye fucking ha to the Kraken and my uh, hockey team for winning their first playoff games. So, uh, yeah, go purple rain. Um, that was really fun. Got to do that this weekend. So, uh, what was our other? Didn't we have like Tucker Carlson? Oh, Tucker Carlson got the fucking boot. It's been a great week, y'all. And I got a tattoo. Did I say that on the last episode? Um, you said that you won. I won the raffle for the tattoo. Uh, we will. You guys have probably seen the tattoo on Instagram by now. But if not, I'll show you later. So. You fucking ha. You fucking ha. Uh, big thank you. Uh, cheers. Um, super excited. So, Cheers, Nicks. Cheers. <laughs> um, my hyperfixation this week oh it's probably the it's still the harry potter game yeah uh the harry potter legacy we got a playstation and i have been um that's my it's not it's fun to play at night gotta say when you're all we haven't watched like any tv mm. this feels like healthy you know mm. we're like playing a game being adventurous and casting spells and stuff it's great i, I love video games video games are so fun it's so fun it's a great game too it, yeah, yeah, it just seems very uh, wholesome, specifically what you're like, because what you're playing isn't like yucky. It's very cute. It's well done. I love it. But yeah. it's also very fun. So and you can do everything you've ever wanted to do. It's like a. it almost feels like being a <laughs> virtual reality. Like, you know, that game would be nuts in virtual reality. Do they have it? I don't know. Don't ask me. That would be so cool. Like, can I cast spells with my fucking wand and shit? Like, that would be so cool. Anyway. I guess you could just LARP. Yeah. That'd be sick. 
<laughs> close enough. Is that M- miss uh, me? Miss me with your fucking Harry Potter larping, y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all can leave me at home for that one. Um, all right, I, I'll pass. I mean, I'll offer the suggestion, but I'm not gonna participate in it. All right, Nix, you're up. Um, my hyperfixation of the week. <laughs> Uh, has been the decomposing possum in my backyard. Oh my um, god! <laughs> I know that sounds kind of weird. No, um, no, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I was interested. not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's it was like below freezing for a really long time, and then it warmed up a lot for like a week. Um, and basically, I just got this like close up experience. It's kind of like a little science experiment of just like watching the decomposition process. Cool. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to get to keep its bones after, so. Are you going to, like, bleach them? Nice. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that for you. You know? <laughs> I'm so happy it, it for does... you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes. you. Me too. Yes. Um, and my ye fucking hot. Um, I saw this quote this morning. I'll have to find out where I, like, where specifically I saw it from. But it said something about, like, I think it was you are not the mud just because you feel stuck in it and that just kind of like I saw that at the exact moment that I needed to and it's really just been making me feel a lot better since nice Love that. Um, so that's been my he fucking haul uh, beautiful all right well um oh wait no housekeeping ah yes we have our first ever ye fucking haul Someone wrote it. Oh, that's right. Okay, so she reads, I am Matthew Jones, mama. I am over the moon with this boy. Matthew is an amazing, Matthew is amazing in all ways. I am so proud of this young man and and love the life that he has built with wonderful, engaging people like you. Matthew is our fashion consultant, our interior designer, our skin and hair expert, and goofy as a motherfucker sometimes, and makes us laugh until we're crying. Thank you for giving him a voice. Looking forward for the ne- to the next episode. You have yourself a new follower. Ye fucking ha. Ye fucking ha. And then she included this ha. cute picture of them. They're so cute. Precious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wholesome. In their little coats. I die for a trench. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. All right, y'all. You know the drill. Time for a dancey dance break, and we'll be right back. If you don't move your body, you can't move energy. See you in a sec. mentioned we only have one topic today and that's to remind y'all and ourselves honestly of how fucking awesome our neurodivergencies are so i thought we would start by sharing something we all love about being our neurodiverse selves and we can just kind of go from there i love that how fun next you want to kick us off um yeah i i love how creative I am. I love the creative ideas that I get and I love the thrill and excitement and joy that I receive from like jumping into a new fun interest or hobby 
um, that I want to like delve into creatively. It just feels great. And it feels very like there are no limits to what I can do in that moment with whatever creative outlet I'm about to attempt. And I'm pretty good at it most of the time. <laughs> so that's kind of nice. I love that. I can I second that for sure. I feel that. David? Um, I was going to say my ability to hyper-focus. Very grateful for that. Um, yeah. It is a blessing and a fucking curse because it's hard to pick sometimes what you're fixated on. Um, but when you really tap into that and, uh, it like takes you out of your body almost in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I haven't eaten in 11 hours. Right. Yeah. What have I done? Um, what about you, Coco? I feel everything so Mm. deeply and I honestly feel terrible for people who barely have a pulse you know what I mean like uh it sucks because when I'm in pain I am in fucking agony and when I'm sad for myself or somebody else it is devastating but the amount of fucking joy Mm. that I get to experience Mm. when when the things are thanging (laughs) is so magical and something i wish everybody could experience and i can be like completely fucking sober mm-hmm. yeah no i i relate to that too i feel a lot and i feel uh many feelings all at once yeah <laughs> and i think That's i'm same. also and i think a neurodivergent thing is also to be able to like hi, uh almost like hyper fixate on your feelings and like yeah. but to really be able to understand the nuance of feeling and be like, wow, I'm feeling this and I'm also feeling that and I'm also feeling this all at the same time and just kind of, because that's, to me, it's like one, the thing that like makes you feel alive too because totally. it's like if you can't feel something. Then yeah, and if I can't feel and feel deeply real. and have yeah. deep conversations, I there's nothing I hate more than a day where everybody like in my chair, let's say, just wants to talk about like, the weather taxes no you know what honestly (laughs) fuck taxes i would i would be happier to talk about tax because (laughs) that always like at least elicits emotion out of someone i just hate shit that's blase fair Mm. Mm -hmm. you know like i i get bored it's fun to care about shit you know yeah i'm a passionate broad yeah um Okay, so I was noodling around online and I just like found a couple of things that majority rule people said <laughs> um, that they liked about being neurodiverse or they would assume people would like about being neurodiverse. And first one was attention to detail. Hmm. And I don't know if y'all agree, but I, I... Yes and no. For me, it's like if I'm not... And obviously everybody is a little neurospicy in their own ways, right? Right, but, of course. Um, like for me that's something i struggle with is attention to detail Mm. like i'm very keen to look over details like i try really hard but if it's just something that isn't like providing me dopamine (laughs) then like it's easy for my for me to just check out for like a couple seconds and then have to like you know that's why i like read emails like over and over and over and over and over and over and over again Mm. just so i can like double triple mega check that everything i'm hitting all my things that i need to be hitting and um, making sure i check this and that or and whatever so it i I think attention to detail is a really good thing to put on your resume too so when we have that mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, Dogs like that. uh Strong long-term memory. Um, and shit short term. Thank you. I was going to say, I don't know. This memory is. Yeah, because working working memory is a completely different part of your brain, I believe. Do oh, you yeah. guys like really see old memories? Like, can you really like kind of yeah. see them? I can smell them, dude. Whoa. Like, I remember all the senses from some of my core memories. It's mm-hmm. like I can relive them if I want to. It's crazy. And- but I don't remember what I had for breakfast. I, Yeah, you asked that question and literally nothing came to mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember only today because I was floored by the new um flavor of um oats overnight that I had. Mango matcha. 40 milligrams of calf. Oh, that get, sounds good. Get a little twofer. Um I'm plugging you guys because I hope that you will sponsor us. Um You hope that about a lot of things. I do. Yeah. I just have to email people. Manifestation. Manifestation. But I also have to send emails, yes. which I have not been doing. E-manifestation. E-manifestation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Add a little help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> help me. I'm poor. Um, <laughs> on- not. <laughs> I know. Uh, honesty and directness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so. I, yeah, I really find lying problematic. I find saying things that are not true exceedingly problematic. Yeah. I really, really dislike liars and people who lie. And I'm also so. terrible at it because my face never stops moving. And also, uh, people will be like, oh, you didn't like what I said, did you? And I'm like, what, uh, what, what, I don't know. They're like, you looked at me like you wanted me dead or like I was the dumbest person you had ever seen in your life. <sighs> and I was like, I told somebody they sounded really stupid the other day, like to their face. Did they deserve it? Oh God. Well, who yeah. else are you going to tell somebody else behind their back? Like, oh, I gotta know. Yeah, true. He needed to know that piece of shit needed to know. But anyway, um, <laughs> another one is tenacity and determination. Um, Yo, yeah. Working tire- tirelessly to achieve goals despite challenges or setbacks. Yes, agree. Indeed. Uh, and then creativity and originality. We have a unique way of looking at the world. Um, loyalty and re- reliability. I will say my fucking friends that are on the spectrum are my ride or dies. Them's good people. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loyal. Loyal mm. ass hoes. All, mm. Every last one of you. Very accepting. Uh-huh. Can we just talk about that, too? Mm-hmm. Next, feel free to just jump gas in ourselves here. up, yeah. guys. Let's go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm talking about you guys. I don't even talk about myself. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else. Um, analytical thinking. Um, being able to break down complex problems into manageable pieces. Um, I was actually really upset the other day about something I don't want to talk about. Uh, but David was such a delightful little voice of reason. And he was like, look, listen, you're trying to make sense of something that doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. So your brain is going back through already formed neural pathways mm-hmm. and being like, this has to be the reason because it's been true before. And I don't know what else it could possibly be. Right. And he's like, and you can't believe that because it's made up. Yeah. And I was like, 
I actually gave good advice for once in my life. I was like, that is the most That's reasonable crazy. thing you have ever said. Thank you. It really was good. It really, it was like solid, like dad advice. Fuck yeah. I love dad advice. Ye fucking hot. Dave, Dave has just been hitting it out of the park. Thanks, babe. Um, Constantly. Yeah. I mean, I was speaking the second that that happened to you, I related so hard. And I think that like, I just really understood it, what you were feeling at that time. So I was able to give really good advice on it because you know the a similar situation that affected me very similarly i think that so. is another thing that neurodivergent people do so well um i've noticed that like when i talk to other neurodivergent people about like specific things that i'm going through um when they have something that they're going through very similarly they'd be like dude like i totally hear you and this and that and that and it just like it makes me feel so seen mm -hmm. and validated yes. and, like we're so good at doing that at being like i hear your experience right now i have had a similar experience and this is how i feel like you know like i can actually understand what you're going through to an extent and like i want you to know that and it's always like yeah, i feel like it's somebody. empaths talking to empaths Oh, Whereas, yeah. like, if you're not an empath and like you try to share an experience yeah, like, with somebody, they're like, that, "I was talking about me." What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I've shared this before that I don't like love the term empath. Like, I sure. obviously believe in empathy, but I think generally, if we are like super empathetic people all the time, all the time, all the time, mm -hmm. it's normally just like a lot of unresolved trauma. Mm -hmm. That's like presenting itself in a way. Well, it's your mirror neurons, like, you know, just trying to mirror. <laughs> yeah, they do be doing that. They, they, they be mirroring. Um, yeah. I think empathy is something that, like, is definitely very fluid, too. To, yes. Um, yes. Hmm. Yes. Well, and, like, if you're not, if you don't have the bandwidth to be empathetic when you receive that information, um, it it can bounce off of you and you can almost come off like cold too. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, oh, well, I, I can't of, absorb this right now. I'm sorry. You know. But that's part of like being a very empathetic person is you really do have to learn how to like how to control it almost or like work with it and be like, I'm not gonna like absorb someone else's feelings right now. Like I can't handle that. So I have mm -hmm. to turn it off. And sometimes it does come across. That's almost like spiritual too. It's like, I can't let that into it is. My... It's like an energy thing. Yeah. I can't have Ooh. that affecting me right now. Cause like, let's say for example, like, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. That's a shitty thing about being neurodivergent, <laughs> constantly losing my train of thought. Yeah. But... Yeah. And you're focused. It'll come back when we're in the middle of talking. About I know. <laughs> Um, I will share this randomly, but because we do dial in on random things at random times, I noticed that Barb yesterday at therapy was wearing a fucking black obsidian bracelet. Nice. nice. We're talking just, about protecting energy. Thank you. And it, and it, and it looked yeah. just like ours. Well, you're yes. wrong, David. We have Dude, I braces. lost one of my obsidian earrings. I'm like, no. Oh, no. Nar. But it's cute. I like the one earring look, too. I also so. wear one. I just Cute. Like, yeah. Cute. Damn, should I be me? stepping up my obsidian game? Yes. I use a lot of malachite, but nice. I feel like I should also add some obsidian to the mix. Nice. We we love because oh. we. You remember? No, it was a different thing. But this weekend, the bracelet that I found, uh, somebody asked for it. The person like basically, I found it. This super cute, so cute bracelet. 
at a bar mitzvah, uh, like I made like two or three announcements about it. Nobody came up to the DJ booth to grab it. I was like, oh my God, best day of my life. Did you life. just keep it? No, I got an email on Monday and I had to give it back. I just sent that out today. I need to tell her I did that, but um, I was so bummed, but it was so cute. It made me really want like a blue topaz bracelet so bad. It was not probably Good. real blue topaz, but it looked like it and it was <laughs> so darn cute. It fit me so perfectly and it looked i was like this is a bracelet i've like all manifested so now i need to like get oh we'll find like you it. a dupe but, yeah. don't you worry thanks i was like i almost told austin too i was like uh for my wedding that can be your gift to me a little tennis bracelet action <laughs> that'd be cute i found this ring on the floor at work and i'm claiming it so yes Mine now. in the name of hecate <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, I also have a random fact about please. empathy. I was learning, I was reading about like yawns and like the psychology of yawning. And apparently uh, people with higher empathy tend to be more contagious to yawning uh, when you talk about it, or when you see someone else yawn or whatever. I've, if you have higher empathy, you'll yawn more. I've heard that too. But the the um, joke that I actually believed for a while because I was a young person um was that if you don't yawn when somebody else yawns then you're a sociopath <laughs> uh, but it was told no to comment. me by the same person who told me that if you sneeze eight times in a row you'll die and i believe that too that's wild because i heard if you sneeze eight times in a row you orgasm that's Ooh, six i like that one better i heard that six so if you <laughs> if you sneeze six times in a row you orgasm but if you go two more you're done <laughs> <laughs> her name was Colleen. Her she 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 lived across the street from my uh, little girlfriend Hannah, and she was friends with her older sister Julie. I don't know if any of them listen to this podcast, but Colleen, hi, you, you fucking you fucking pranked me, good bitch. I believe that for you. Wait, no, oh it my wasn't. God. It yeah. wasn't eight. It was twelve. Next, what's 12. something you were told as a child that like you still believe as an adult? Like you're not sure whether or not it's legit. Um, I mean, I've got a few of those. There's some that like, like I, my mom told me that a bunch of people that I'm not related to were my aunts and uncles that I believed until I was like 18. Um, I was a really gullible child. I'm the still memory, so gullible. Okay, that's got to be that neurodivergent? Is gullibility neurodivergent? Because we're not, we're not, I don't think we're very good at like. I don't understand. Like, I'm like, are you telling the, us. I'm like, why aren't you just telling me the truth? <laughs> like, why are you lying to me? Why? I think a lot of it is it. also like, for me, it was like, why would I believe you're not telling me the truth right now? Like, yeah. what reason do you have to lie to me about this really like mundane thing? So of course I'm going to believe you. I feel like- And the, then I would be gullible. Like also, if our trust is broken in that regard, very hard to repair. Oh yeah. I'm like, I don't believe you. When everything you say is shit Like if mouth. If you just need to tell me, if I don't get the joke, tell me you're joking, please. Like, don't let me, yeah. don't let me, don't, don't string me out on that one. Another yes. thing that neurodivergent people do that's amazing is they do that almost all the time. The moment I'm like, I, I obviously look confused. They're like, oh, it's a joke. And this is this. Or like, they'll, they're yeah, so I'd be quick like, to be like, clear the misunderstanding. And I'm like, thank you so much. For yes. Yeah. Me I don't want you to suffer. <laughs> Cause you'll be thinking about that for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, what did that mean? That is that I I know we're not talking about that, but I hate I hate when I fixate on something that somebody said and 
I remind myself constantly, no one else is thinking about this. No one else cares. Everyone else has moved on. But you're like, you're such an asshole. Why did you say that to them? That obviously. Well, that was you and me at the gym the other day. Shout out to when Coco took me to the gym. But the I'm like, no one. She's like, David, no one cares. No one's looking at you. Stop. Just focus. (laughs) And that was also very good advice. I totally feel that though. That's why I don't go to the gym. I'm like, everyone's going to look at me or something. Not that I like, and it's like so dumb because it's like nobody's there to look at me. Everyone's there to work out. Everyone's there to look at them. Right? Yeah. Everyone's there to look at them. We're all a little bit narcissistic. But are we we also there a little bit to look at other people? I mean, I mean, there'll be cute people at the gym. Okay. Well, then you've reinforced it. I don't want to go to the gym now. (sighs) See? Exactly. Well, you just don't need assholes like me at the gym. I, I think that we're all there for ourselves. I think everyone sees that there are other humans around. I'm definitely taking note of who I'm seeing because I don't know. But I don't. It brings me some sort of solace whenever I'm somewhere and I see someone's face that I've seen before. I'm just like, okay, I like that. And I think that's probably a neurodivergent thing. It's like, I like going to a space and seeing the same people. Like I like going to Supernova and knowing that fucking Lurch is in the same spot mm-hmm. every time. And well, we like to feel a special and social, especially in social situations that we're not going to encounter something that's going to make us uncomfortable because mm. we've been there before and we don't really need it anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, if we're going to a space and we're like, oh, I know that I'm going to be home when I get there. We have to like have this like constant state of like I'm safe. Well, I shouldn't say that for everyone. For me, in a way. For me, everything is like, like, everything is about safety. I have to make sure that there's people I trust there, I, sh- I should say. Mm-hmm. I think we I definitely do like prioritize to an extent, like familiarity. Like but it goes back to protecting your energy too. Yeah. Right? Because I feel like we need to be around people who are going to fill our cup as much as it will get emptied that night, you know? Mm-hmm. And I there's think. so much that empties our cups. So yeah. it's understandable that mm-hmm. we also need a lot. Yeah, sorry, there's it. there's too many noises. So I'm I'm gonna be a bitch now. There's really no options right? here. It's um, the tag on my shirt is like cutting my skin open. I can't hear anything you're saying. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like my my bra is too tight in this one spot. And I feel like it's actually in in my internal organs. Now I know that it's not, um, but it feels that way. I think the conversation about neurodivergency and like gender expression and that is really interesting too. Um, and how oh, like yeah. we can almost in a way put something on and then it puts us in a mindset, you know, like especially for my upcoming show, like the outfit I'm going to wear. Then I, when I put it on, I was like, this is exactly like I feel different in this, you know, like this is I it's like I don't know what I'm recreating for myself in some mental thing, trauma, whatever. I don't know. But like I was we were talking about this earlier, like I wanted to be a ninja for Halloween when I was a kid, not a puppy, you know. And so like I feel like as an adult, whenever I can like go back and be that like little ninja kid, like I just get so amped. You know, I love I, that idea for my life. I think that's why I love big furry jackets. Yeah, probably something like that. I love them. I love those. I love them. Um, they I'm make sure. you look so like you're just like a badass bitch when you've got that thing on. They're and my you pimp coat. Exude it though, but it's just like how. But I feel like it, this happens for everybody too. But um, 
you put something on and then you just like you feel a different way and you can tap into a different part of your personality and like it's not you're just bringing out more of yourself but is that just an us thing or does everybody do that everybody i think think everybody everybody could do that yes i don't think everybody does i agree Ooh, i also wanted to to that i also wanted to share something i was in a conversation with my girlfriend mel if you're listening hi um the other day and we were talking about just behavior and people that are freaks occasionally are freaks only when they're like blacked out drunk and i was like you know what i think i think we're all fucking freaks i'm a freak all the time yeah but i think it takes the amount of it it depends on how much shame you've let go of whether that's in therapy or self-acceptance or a combo um if you can be a freak all the time if you can be a freak sober if you can just accept your, it, it all, it, it, there's like a freak shame yeah. scale. I'm weird 24 seven. Me so. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was not a choice. No. Did you guys ever get people commenting to you being like, are you high right now when you're like literally just being weird? Yeah. It was always when I did not take my meds. Mm. <laughs> like when, <laughs> and I, I remember like the first dance I went to, everyone, I, I had multiple people accusing me of being drunk. And I'm like, no, I just didn't take my Ritalin today. <laughs> That's funny. Wee-oo. I'm just me. I'm just raw dogging my Raw dogging yeah. life, yes. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Bye. <sighs> I feel like, though, I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff I've read about the um, correlation between, like, late diagnosed or like people who didn't realize that they were neurodivergent um, who tend to have problems with alcohol or drugs because we those are the only times like you time. go to a place and yeah, that too. But like the only way that you can feel comfortable and not overstimulated is if you get really drunk or really high or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I think, you know, that says something about it too, that yeah. like we, we could just like let ourselves be that way um, instead of trying to like numb it. Yeah. Obviously, drugs and alcohol can be fun, too. Right. I think, yeah, it depends a lot, a lot, a lot about your intention with something and, like, why you're doing it. I think that's one thing I've learned this year is, like, am I pissed off? And is that what's causing me to have this drink? Or am I here to have fun? Am I here to celebrate something? Am I here to socialize? Like, then, cool, grab a drink and, like, join the fun, like everyone's different if you you know need to not do that then don't do that but sure um, i think i think that's been something i've learned a lot this year is just being intentional about why you're doing these things yeah so um what unique strengths do you think neurodivergence has given you um actually i was thinking about this because my dad comments on it a lot um Apparently, I'm a really good problem solver. Like in the moment of crisis, I'm really good at kind of like going into like, all right, no time to panic. Like what's step one? Let's do step one. And then the next step. And then the next step. Like I'm really good at going into this. Like don't let myself get overwhelmed. I also get overwhelmed very easily depending on the situation. So not to give myself too much credit, but in the moments where it's like the switch happens, um, apparently I'm able to do that really well. Um, And it feels good when like people notice it too yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. what about you dave um i would say because the second you said that i thought about like when i kind of first got my diagnosis and like how i was described as very much like head in the clouds you know 
but that heading the clouds is what allows you to like zoom out on life and like see this big picture vision that you want to create for yourself. And I don't, I, I know that, you know, I've always been described as like off task or, you know, can't pay attention or whatever, but I think you're just on a different, task. I'm on a different, yeah, yeah. I'm just in the ocean on a sailboat somewhere. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> I also uh, feel like be in a crisis, I'm great. And um, my ability to think about the long game. In a crisis, I'm great. I like that. And you said that too. And I, yeah. I wanted to add that. I'm great in a crisis. That fight or flight is solid. <laughs> unless, unless something is happening directly to me, mm -hmm. then I freeze. But that's like that problem solving, like you're saying, next. Yeah, yeah. If I am, yeah. if I am even this much removed from it, even if I'm super close to the situation, I can act very fucking quickly. If it's happening to me specifically, I shut. I freeze. Down. Yeah, I relate. Um, so it's good that we have people close to us, um, um, that can help us in those moments. God bless. Mm -hmm. Um. And it's really important that we have each other and a little community, which really this is of neurodivergent brains. Absolutely. Um, to help each yeah, other. Yeah, that reminds me, like I'm thinking about it now and all the times that I have not been able to switch into the like problem solving mode that I've been overwhelmed and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like anybody I reach out to, first of all, neurodivergent, second of all, incredible at calming me down. They'll be like, all right, like pause. We're just going to work on one step at a time. We're going to figure things out. Here's what you do first. Here's what you do second. And by 10 minutes from then, I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Like, we are good at that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, can you share a time where you felt empowered by those traits? <clears throat> I mean, I feel a little empowered every time that I am able to, like, do the whole problem like go into problem solving mode for my loved ones like I feel very much like oh this is part of what I'm here to do and help you with like I'm I'm making a difference and it's positive um I feel very empowered when I'm able to do it with myself I'm like damn if that happened to me two years ago one year ago I would be on the ground in a ball crying right now and I was able to get through it so well. So I feel like just every time it happens, it's a little bit empowering. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Or a lot, depending pa on Like learning your self-talk and what works for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How to shake yourself out of something. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I've had, actually, I had something that I like started to panic a little bit about the other day and I, I straight up had this moment where I was like, hey, you've been through this before. What did we say last time? We said it was going to be okay. It's going to be okay again. I kind of had that moment where I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm learning. Yes. I'm yes. rewriting the neural pathways. Yeah. <laughs> that part. And the more you think about them and the more you like uh, reiterate that to yourself, the more you solidify those pathways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. then it becomes like a reflex. Mm -hmm. I, I feel the same way because of that ability to zoom out, if you will. Um, I feel, no, I know. I know that um, I'm very, very good at being self-aware. Like even in the moment I can be like, oh, I'm being really fucking annoying right now. I need to back off or wow, that was really fucking insensitive. I'm so sorry. Like immediately 
apologize, be aware of the behavior, or even like, oh, you feel jealous right now. Like, let, like let's unpack that. Like, hmm. self, me to self. So I, and I think that that's, may, I don't know if that's just like, I'm just really in touch with me or if that's like a neurodivergent thing. I don't know. But I do, I do feel empowered by that. I don't know. What about you, David? Sorry, I was just thinking about how. No, uh, it's actually not relevant, but I was zoomed, zoned out. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. I'll just say it since we got no time. Yeah. But I was thinking about because while we were doing the the congratulations thing at the beginning, I was like, I kept looking at Austin, and he was like, look at the camera, and I was like. I bitch, I told you to be in the frame. <laughs> like in my head. <laughs> oh, but he didn't want to be in the frame. He wasn't in the frame. <laughs> anyway. I mean, side I'm, note. I am really proud of you, by the way. That's incredible. Thanks. I'm it's kind of it is definitely surreal because thinking back on it, it would mean I remember early in my career I knew that was the standard I was or like the the that was the title I was like trying to achieve and so like to be able to to do that and and like be doing what we're doing at the level we're doing in so many different areas is so cool and um i'm just yeah feeling very grateful so i know you're fucking killing it proud of you. thanks and it's just like i love how we are it's there's this groundswell of other things that have happened because of it and like this mission has changed not only my life it's changed other people's lives and like it's created community and it's done a lot of really cool things that I could have never imagined and um yeah I'm really stoked in general and like I was thinking about it this that, like this weekend I get to play uh Galactic Love which is put on by Seattle Pride and Supernova and it will be live streamed on C89.5 I have always, like, I remember when I was a little kid, me and my dad used to listen to C89.5 on the radio on the way to school. And, like, now my company is a sponsor of that show, and I get to have one of my live performances, you know, broadcast to anyone who wants to hear it. Like, ah, you know? That is so crazy. I'm very, very I, excited. I grew up listening to C89.5. Like, I would put them, whenever I was home, I would put them, like, on my computer and, like, play it from the browser because I just, like, wanted to listen to it all the time. That's so crazy. That is so fucking cool, dude. And my best friend from uh, childhood is going to be here this weekend. Yeah, Ellie, she's, I'm doing her. And all, all this happening, like, all at the same time. Like, this is cool, you know, when the universe does that shit. Oh. But um, she, I'm doing her cousin's bat mitzvah on Saturday. Going directly from that to this show mm -hmm. and so she's gonna be able to like come with me and see this oh she's too. coming yeah she's coming with her fiance no boyfriend sorry <laughs> boyfriend cool uh but yeah so, cool. so i'll get I'm, to like meet her again yeah and and because she and colette met when we were kids like early on when i was going to pizzazz like i brought you ellie to meet colette because i was like you have to meet her she's so cool like and now we're all gonna be in this moment together and that's very, very cool. Really beautiful. Yeah. I love that. What a week. What a day. What a just what a year. What a year. Look at you fucking one year on the pod, bitch. I'll say that like over and over again. Yeah, like the fact we're doing this and we're still here is just. It's really cool. fucking cool. It's really cool. I'm 
I'm really proud of what our brains have created together. Oh my God. We totally forgot to mention it. Yeah. B33. Oh, yes. Um, coming soon. Coming soon. To content near you. We're working out the kinks. Yeah, we are. Um, we have a little sideshow in the works. Yes. You want to you wanna explain? Oh, uh, yeah. So, and feel free to write in uh, for this as well, because it'd be great to have some ideas. But we want to, um, Colette has all these fun, like, DJ mashup ideas. And so we want to take them and, uh, like, ma- like, teach her how to DJ while Creating taking, content. Yeah, while creating these while creating content, but also like letting you create what's in your head and putting making it real, you know. And then it's like a split screen, so you can see all it's, like yeah. the tractor equipment, right? It's tractor. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can see the DJ software and yeah. like what's happening there, which I think is kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so if anyone yeah. wants to dabble at home, YouTube. Send videos. us in your ideas. If you're yeah. like, hey, I think these two songs would go really good together. Uh, send us an idea and we will try to, you know, teach Colette how to mix it. Yeah, because yeah. the idea is hopefully but that by the end of it, I have enough that I can have a little baby set. Yeah. Yeah. So and that would be exciting. Indeed. Um, what would, if you could change one universal practice, like mandated worldwide, that would help neurodivergent people out in the wild? What would it be? Oh my God! Rewrite the school system. Mm-hmm. Ground up. Rewrite the fucking school rewrite system. It. Change yep. it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's it's much, so bad for neurodivergent people. That's much bigger picture. I think it's bad for everyone, and much better than mine. But yeah. I love yours. Yeah. <laughs> Not because really I just chose the one that's affected me the most. I think uh, when I'm really personal and con- will never not be. I think pe- like petty and bitter about yeah, because truly, just, madly, deeply from the pit of my heart and despair fuck standardized testing oh my god no yeah it teaches nothing no it 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 like it's about memorization it's not about like actual i don't know it's so i'm not going i I think we went into this last time i was put under so so much pressure to perform on those things that it did help me in those areas because performs well under pressure but like that i know so many people that that has given panic attacks to me anxiety Um, and I remember vividly that I would not have gotten anywhere near the score that I got if I did not have, uh, all I call my SATs, if I didn't go to a prep class, one or which two are of expensive, them, which are way. very expensive. Not accessible. Thank you, mom and dad. But not a lot of people can afford to do that. But mm-hmm. you want to know what we learned in those classes? How to take a test. How to take that test and mm-hmm. nothing else. That was the only thing mm-hmm. we learned. And we played it like a fucking fiddle. Like the same they gave boiling you all this- water that hardens the egg softens the potato. That's a good one. I like her. I think it's Russian. <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah, actually, that's, that's a like, really good like, one. Yeah, I've met a lot of people who have been who have said similar things. They've been like, well, like it, it helped me like get like the pressure and all the intensity. Like I did really well and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, that worked for you. That yeah. does not work for everybody. Absolutely. I don't think we should have one method. And I think that goes to your point in general about schooling having. And I think credit to teachers, especially good teachers who, you know, are able to reframe their lessons for anyone, you know, who needs to understand it a different way. I think that's the one of the most difficult and the most uh, beneficial uh, 
strategies you can take as a teacher is to meet a student where they're at and to try to figure out how they're understanding the information you're providing because you'll tell one student one thing and they will just it clicks and then oh my god and stop fucking assuming that students don't care i hate that mm. if you're a if you're hearing this right now and you are a teacher and you have a student that you think just doesn't care you're wrong go talk to that student something's up it's just there's something clouding. Mic drop. Yeah, good one. Good one. Mine was so teeny weeny that I almost feel embarrassed to share, but I'm still going to say it. Do it. Um, <laughs> I would like text reminders for every text message that I haven't opened. I would like once a day reminders. Hey, girly, you still haven't fucking replied to this. Okay, I have one. Is like that, that not a thing yet? Like they haven't added that as a feature yet? 2023? I, just, I want my phone to tell me what I forgot. <laughs> Hey, what was that thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Siri. I know you're listening. Just <laughs> yeah, tell me. Can you please? Like, yeah, right? This AI shit is terrible. A Snapchat has AI now? Have oh, you, that have thing's you? freaky. I don't like to talk to that one. Uh -uh. That one's, I, it responds way too fast. And they should have known that, like, they should have made it more human timing. Like, type it out. Like, Wait, you can talk to it? You can talk to Snapchat now and it will talk oh, back. No um but like it I, comes so fast you're like okay but you didn't even like think about that answer i instinctually just started lying <laughs> i didn't tell it a single truth because i'm like i don't trust you computer oh my god you're so silly okay um all right last question um what self-care practices do you find most helpful in maintaining a positive relationship with your neurodivergencies I have one. Resting. 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 Yeah. Fucking rest, rest when you need it. Stop convincing yourself you don't need to rest when you feel like you need to rest. You need to rest and it's okay to rest. Do yeah. it all the time. Yep. Mine is I will sleep for 18 hours if I need to. Fuck you. Yeah. Yes. Yes yeah. to that. Yes. Um, that. For Very me, that. as much as I need that, I also require exercise. Yeah. I am oh my God, not yeah. someone that... I have should to exist walked. in society if uh, a couple times a week i need to be walked i need to and be walked. doesn't need to be walked like walk yes walked every day I, i'm i'm like my dogs too i feel like me and like i think that's why i was drawn to them they're high energy levels like we need to be uh, exercised yeah. not just like take uh, me to the park yes <laughs> and so that was okay i'll just get on tangent for a second here but really difficult when we realized we couldn't take Rainier to the dog park anymore because me and Ranger for years went to the dog park. That was a very, like, wonderful experience for us. And, like, every morning we would go and he was so good and, like, it was awesome. And then I had my other dog and I had to not go to the park in the, every morning. I used to go every day to the park. I made friends at the park. Because like, Rainier's such an asshole? Rainier's a fucking asshole. She's such a dick. <laughs> it's so annoying. Um, so, you know, now and well, really... Rainier's not invited to the park. No, she's not. She can't even go to the fucking one like by the house anymore. She's like banned. I banned her. So forbid. I forbid her. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but it's cool because also hockey, tying all everybody here knows about that. Like uh, tying that in, I've found something that me and Ranger really like to do again, and that is like means so much to me. Like mm. I told that dog I was gonna give it the best life ever. And now I feel like I can take him out in the backyard like almost every day. And we have so much fun and he's yeah. so good at it. And my uh, Austin's cousin, Brendan came over uh, this week and he was also playing hockey with that uh, uh, ranger in the backyard and he was loving it. Wholesome shit. Wholesome yeah. Shit. So I love it. 
that and Rainier, the one way we'll get Rainier exercise is to put my roller skates on. So since I love to skate so much now, um, I do that far more often than I used to. So shout out to hockey for helping me with my dogs. Yeah, I would say weightlifting and rest are also what um, are the self-cares that help me keep the most positive relationship with myself um, and my neurodivergencies. But um, that brings us to the end, y'all. Next time we are in the studio, we will be joined by the lovely and fabulous Bertha Baby to chat drag, Judaism, and abandonment issues. Oh, I'm so excited. You know, regular you Coco the, Show topics. The video that they got put in. Oh, the the Are You a Jew video? Uh, I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hysterical. I'm so excited to talk to them. As always, you can find us at social on the you can find us at the Coco Show Pod and or thecocoshow.com and listen to all episodes and buy merch. Thank you to Kelly for finally writing in a you fucking call, but you can all join us in my inbox by sending us your you fucking calls to the Coco Show Pod at gmail.com. And you can also send us your mashup ideas. As always, we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye.